6.7 WJFK, and this is the beginning of uh, five nights a week for the hideout. Here we are for you. I tell you what, we got just a little bit of everything for you this evening. Uh, we got to get you caught up. Some of you are maybe even new to the show. Uh, some of you know us from various places. Uh, all that kind of stuff. First, Dubs, how do they get a hold of us? 866-277-4969 on the WJFK lines, also on the AOL for broadband. That is JFK Hideout. JFK Hideout, uh, you can do that via the instant messenger, or you can hit us up via email as well. A lot of people emailing us congratulations for going five nights a week, J-Dubs. JFK Hideout at AOL.com. Use your AOL for broadband, our content partner. Whenever you get there, there's always a... Great content. I love looking at the videos on the AOL for broadband, like the Toxic video for Britney Spears, the Anua Perfect Circle video. Oh, i got to tell you about a Perfect Circle. I went to go see the show last night at the Patriot Center. Had such an amazing time, and it got me so worked up. Because you know i got to think for the goth chicks, right? Yeah. All right, twice today. You... All right, we'll get into it. We'll get into it after midnight. I have a, I have a story to tie in with that as well. Do you really? Yeah. I'm tell and I'll tell you this, I don't know if I've ever gone twice. No? Like ever. Oh Jesus. My uh my tops was seven in one day. I was sick. I had a cold. <laughs> I was about fifteen years old. Letting yourself I, down. Well, I, when you're at home you're sick and normally, you know, when you're fifteen you don't watch daytime T V. You haven't found the joys of days of our lives yet. And you, you get really bored, so I, I decided to beat my personal record, which was then four, and I did seven. And, and how ironic is it that this is the very first subject that we bring up in the hideout? This has to be the very first thing, five nights a week, that people are going to hear. Let us tell you uh, what the hideout is, first and foremost, okay? The hideout 
uh, was based on Saturday nights. And that's where it originally started. It started as El, as El Jefe's hideout. Eventually morphed into the hideout thanks to uh, our buddies, Ron and Fez, uh, who were on before us in the St. Pat spat when Dubs kicked my ass out there. And it went from El Jefe's hideout to the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. We were talking about that this weekend, actually, during the commercial breaks. Me and uh, the guys from Rev9, they're like, so when did it switch over from El Jefe's hideout to the hideout? I'm like, well, I boxed Jefe, I beat him. And it changed over from them. And someone that was there brought up, you guys are both girls. It didn't look like a fight anyway. I don't know who won it. it was, you guys looked like both girls. No, it, did, it really was not yeah. a great fight. No, no. It, when when you say I beat your ass, I mean, it was the lesser of two wimps, really. And it was just because you were bigger than me and you had the reach over me. The hideout is a place where you can come in. People of diverse backgrounds, different views, all of us will get together five nights a week from 11 to 1 o'clock on 106.7 WJFK and talk about everything. I mean, we're talking religion to retards. Uh, Dubs and I have uh, this propensity to maybe get into homoerotic humor. We, oh, you're going to get plenty of that. You know, we've got games for you. We have characters that get involved. This is going to be your late night sanctuary where you can come in and you can hang out with us. Now, here's one of the things as well. Whenever you call the phone number, 866-277-4969, you're not going to be asked, what's your name, where are you calling from? When you call, you're going to be asked what name you want to go by. Because the beauty of the hideout is that it's no names. Yeah. It's, it's no faces. No names, Alex. <laughs> it's Hefe, it's Dubs, it's Tommy Bateman, it's Oddball. We're trying to create this culture here so that you can feel comfortable in opening up with us whenever you hop into the hideout. All right? That's just a little bit of that going on right there. And, again, JFK Hideout at AOL.com. T, welcome into the hideout. What's up, man? What up, brother? I just wanted to say congratulations, y'all. Five days a week. That is awesome, man. I was listening to y'all the first time I ever heard you played a late night, like, jam of the week or something, or jam of the night. Or the something. old school old jam. Yeah, and it was my mind's playing tricks on me by the ghetto boys. I couldn't believe that, man. That was forever ago. Yeah, balls, man. Y'all are tight. See, what do you usually do in the late night, boy underwear, we're tight. What are you usually doing? Come on, I'm delivering pizza. What do you think? And you know what? That's the beauty of this, Dubs. I even have this written down. Somehow, we are like number one, or we got this Saturday night following with pizza delivery people. Oh, hells yeah. With security guards. Hells yeah. You know what I mean? People like this who are the working people of America, they got to do that late night stuff. Hells yeah. yeah. Working people. Tell everybody the tip, man. Yeah. You Any know, time. I might want to do this later for the uh, for the Seven Eleven Slurpees for a year. Mm -hmm. Just have people call in and like just what they do. Because if you're up this late listening to the radio, obviously you're doing something that keeps you up, and you know you have to you have to do something to keep busy other than your work. Again, pizza delivery people, security guards, college students, and my favorites are video games. Oh yeah, gamers always. Love to listen to radio and play whatever they got going. I did. I already put it my uh, deposit down on Madden 2005, which doesn't come out till August. See, I don't think I'm going to go the Madden route, man. I don't. I'm I'm not into it. I'll be honest with you. Is Oddball back there to handle phone calls, Bateman? Um, go get him. Go get him handled on that. Um, but that's another person who'd hung out in the hideout before. He just came in on a Saturday night to hang out, and now he's uh, back with us. He's going to be taking your phone calls. Again, what name do you want to go by in the hideout? You know, this is a chance for you to, to go uh, with an alias and discuss stuff with us. 
Um, but you're right. I do like that. I would like to know where people are, what they're doing late at night. And, you know, part of it, too, is whenever we leave here, uh, you know, after the Ron and Fez show and we're driving home, there's just nothing on. I don't know. I enjoy Blue. <laughs> are we going to do yeah, we'll do our blue updates tonight, too. We have to check in with Rick Blue. And that is one thing that I feel bad about. I mean, I'm not the guy who yeah, wants to he, take anybody's place. He has a wife and kids. Even if it is sporting news radio, I'm not into taking people's you know places. And Melissa Stark, they're going now for the... <laughs> Can we even do this? Down to the Why not? We're paying. Type of... <laughs> we do own it, don't we? Michelle DeFoy. So we'll get into that a little bit later on. Very Let's supply. talk about He's Melissa. Solid. Let's talk about Melissa Stark. Who? See, exactly. What do you even know? What do you even know what's going on? Do you really like Blue whenever you're on your way home? Oh, I, I really do like Blue because he talks football no matter what time of the year it is. You also like Jim Cramer, though, whenever Jim Cramer was on. No, I didn't. I never listened to Jim Cramer. I always tried to even skip taping him because that was our responsibility. I would always conveniently forget to tape Cramer. And here's the other thing, too. We want you to become a part of the show. Eventually, you're going to get to know us. Eventually, you're going to get to know what we like, what we don't like, what we find humorous. If we're humorous at all, you'll get to know all of that stuff. That's yet to be determined. And we'll all become one big happy family. Security guard Sarah, welcome into the hideout. I like this. Hey, hey guys. It's security guard Sam. How you guys doing? Oh, Sam. Sam I'm sorry. Oh, I like good. Sarah better. Okay. Uh, how about security guard Sarah? That's fine. <laughs> so there it is. That's another person checking in at work. So what, uh, what do you guard? Um, well, I work part-time now. I was full-time about a few months ago up in Sterling. And I tell you, I used to listen to Ron Fez, and then uh, when you guys saw someone, I used to be double psyched, you know, and that used to uh, make my nights even better because I worked the night shift. So I just want to congratulate you. I know I feel like a broken record, but congratulate you guys, you know, on coming five days a week. I'm really, really excited. It gives me more reason to listen to radio, you know? Are you beautiful. Spread the word to all your buddies, all your security guard friends. Please don't tell me this is going to be a half hour of patting ourselves on the back. It's not because I'm telling you this now. I'm ready to get into what we got. Because if on. it is, I'd rather have <laughs> Number one all-time, Reggie Jackson. Back to Baloo. Dubs, here's what we have on tap for you, man. And let me say this, too, first of all. Are you nervous at all? No, not at all. Really? Not even for one second. For some reason, I feel off. Now, I don't know if it's because of the fact that I've been here since about 1 o'clock this afternoon. And I've been here before you, so we've, yeah. been, we've both been doing a long day. And I just I just downed a 180, one of those energy drinks, so that I could try to uh, get the energy up. You know what I mean? I'm drinking the Sobe No Fear. So be. So be yourself. So I don't know if it's that or if I'm tired or what, but I do feel just a little bit off, and it's going to be one of those things where we have to kind of get into the group. We, we haven't been on this late in a long time. I mean, even on the weekend, we haven't been on past 11. And that's the other thing, too. You're right. We're usually ready to wind down at this time yeah. as opposed to just, you know, getting things ramped up. We'll get used to it. So here's some of the stuff that we have on tap to talk to you about tonight. I went to see a perfect circle last night. And uh, I want to talk about this uh, probably uh, after midnight. Um, this is an amazing show, Dubs. And to me, and this is something that I'd like to even throw out there a little bit later on, I don't think there's a more talented frontman uh, in the world other than Maynard. Um, I, it was it was a beautiful show. Of course, because he's from Michigan. And I'll tell you, all right, so you're going to take the Michigan angle already? Yep. With everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing about it, too, though, was I was so surprised at the quality of the chick that was out there, and this is something that we almost started the show with. Just one? Um, chicks. Oh, okay. The beautiful women that were out there. It was just really, it was really something to be had, um, that show out there. In addition to that, going on, we have uh, Matt Albert. Matt Albert is a, uh, a regular on the Saturday night show. 
Um, he's a six foot three, uh, four hundred and fifty pound, nineteen year old black, uh, jobless, uh, driver's licenseless, uh, virgin. I swear to God, every time you say his weight, he gets fatter and fatter. I thought like he started off at three sixty. And now he's up to 450. Well, have you seen him the last time? He looks like he's been ballooned up. Uh, but he's he's one of our show characters, I guess. And there's something that happened on the Saturday Night Show, actually, when we celebrated our year anniversary, um, where we have to discuss with him. And we're going to do it sort of in a trial atmosphere. The whole situation with him was the fact that he may have accidentally completed or well, fin- he, finished without invitation. Well, he uh, he was getting a lab dance during our show. And something happened. People are claiming that he finished. He's claiming he's not, so we're going to get to the bottom of it tonight. And the thing is, this happens to a lot of people. I'm not going to say that I haven't been one of these that's accidentally completed. Really? Yeah. This never, it's never, never happened, happened to me. me. Seriously? I've had the nocturnals, but I've never, never during uh, when I've been conscious have I ever just... Uh, how do you put it? Um, I know. What you, well, we already set it up. That really seriously never happened to you? Never. Wow, now I feel a little creepy. I, I got to set up the whole situation then of what happened to me because it was it was actually at a time. Remember, I was telling you on the Saturday Night Show yeah. where I uh, I wasn't taking care of business. I went all through high school without taking care of business. Not a single once did I do anything. However, <laughs> um, I told you about the nocturnal stuff, yeah. and then this one time happened. Um, I was with my girlfriend who was a tease. Uh, I've been going out with her for 13 months. Didn't get nothing, man. Not e- the most, I swear to you, the most I'd ever gotten off of her was a hickey. Yeah. And so it was like we were in like month 12. I mean, I was serious. I was so frustrated and backed up. Um, we went out to a ranch, and we're riding around on the ranch, and it was like on an, what are those little things, those little RTVs? Yeah, uh, like the, a four-wheeler or something? A four-wheeler. What Ozzy was, what Ozzy fell off of. Yeah. And so she's running on the... <laughs> Anyway, telling is, she's riding on the front of the four-wheeler. So you guys had the vibration going. Yeah. I, she's on the front of the four-wheeler. She's driving, by the way. Just to kind of let you know where I'm at, I'm not even driving. You are such a... I'm riding, I'm riding bitch seat. So she's driving. I'm riding bitch seat on the four-wheeler. I can just see you with a fat chick. Driving it, and the fat kid behind it just trying to touch his fingers around his girlfriend, smiling and giggling because you're getting a little uh, rubbish going. It was exactly like that. She was a softball chick. Oh, I know. those. I know. So anyway, we're we're riding along, and you're right. What you just said, then you know you're bouncing along on the. Uh, on the little four-wheeler? Yeah, sure. And, you know, it happened. It and, happens. And, and and you go through that point, too, where you're like, I no, I'm, I'm, it's not. I'm not going to allow it. I'm not going to allow it. I'm not going to allow it. Screw it. You know, and then you throw everything else out of the window. You throw out <laughs> the fact that you don't have a change of uh, pants. You throw out the fact that you don't have anything else. You're just like, I'm here. This is going to be the greatest 12 seconds of my high school life. Here I go. Now that happens all the time when I have the nocturnals, where I'm I'm half conscious when it's going on. You know, right when I'm about to wake up, I could stop it, I think, but then I'm like, screw it. But if you're sleeping, you just fall back asleep and you don't worry about any of the cleanup until eight in the morning when you wake up for the shower. 
Yeah. 866-277-4969. But I did have a friend that, uh, you know, did the uh, early completion. We didn't find out from him. We found out from the girl, like, five years later. He was, like, 15 or 14 when this happened. We didn't find out until he was 19, which made it even worse. Because it probably would have uh, blown over by then. But we were talking to her, and she's like, yeah, RJ, he uh, he had us, uh, he, me and him were uh, making out on the train tracks one time. <laughs> and he just, is this in Fowlerville? Yeah. And he just jumped up, started crying, <laughs> and ran home. And I asked him what happened the next day, and he uh, told me he uh, kind of uh, shot the gun early. <laughs> um, so anyway, I mean, all right, so this has happened, but this hadn't happened to you. All right, it happened to me. I have control over myself. What can I say? There it is. We're in the hideout. I feel comfortable. I've told all of you listeners right now that this has happened to me. Maybe it's happened to you. Bateman shakes his head, says it hadn't happened to him. Oddball, I don't know if it's happened to Oddball or not. No, he's a man. But I'm comfortable in the fact, and this is the whole thing, though, that it was repression because I was still a virgin at the time. You know what I mean? I, I had this vow of staying celibate even if it was with myself at the time. And then you get on a four-wheeler, and you see what happens. Well, because you're a fat kid. You can even see it at the time. Actually, that's when I was probably at my skinniest. But going back going back, going back, to the fat kid, though. So this Matt Albert, this, he, this whole situation happened with him. The worst thing about it is that it's in our studio. <laughs> now, what we're going to do is I'm going to play prosecutor. I'm gonna it gives a new, uh, kind of new term to baby grave you. <laughs> I, I'm going to... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and I'm going to present my, my um, the people, I guess, that are going to testify against Matt Albert. Okay. And then what we'll do is we'll have you decide. You'll be the judge. I can't be impartial to this. I believe he's a fat loser. I believe he's a fat sad sack. To me, this is a violation of the hideout. Do you go to other people's houses and mark your territory like that? Yeah. Sadly to say, I have. I Over at all my I, friends' houses. I have, too. I have, uh, I have done my act either in their room, in their sister's room, somewhere where I can get away just for like five minutes. Mm. <laughs> One time I found a pillow with a hole within it. All right. And you can understand where the story went from there. But I have done that in a few different places. I've never been caught. Caught some of my friends doing it in my place, but I've never been caught myself. All right, now that I think about myself. it, I was kind of into uh, marking my territory as well. The more I think about it, yeah. Oh, I've done it here too, so don't worry about it. A JFK? Just kidding. <laughs> it of course not. It wouldn't surprise me, though. I mean, seriously? We spend all of our time here. We have the DSL here. I can't tell you every single person is looking at pornography. Oh, yeah. I mean, whether it's up in the dump room, whether it's back in call screen, Hell, it could even be on air. Every single person that's here is usually looking at porn in some form or fashion. And that goes for sales. I see every single one of them. Really? All of them. Look I've never caught it. In the middle of the day. The only person I ever catch is Joe, and he doesn't hide it at all. <laughs> that's, the beauty. that's the beauty of being back in the back with Joe. And then he shares, and he shows you. He's got a whole, got magazines. He's got a whole thing going on back there. He has an operation. All right, let's take a break. Let's come back. We'll get Matt Albert on the phone. He can defend himself. Because here's the thing. You don't come to our house and do that. We're not interested in that happening. 
So we need to find out what went on in the hideout. We're taking a break. We're coming back. It's the hideout. Five nights a week. 106.7 WJFK. LFA. In front of my babies, you got torn on. Homo shows up in here. What kind of freak ass this? You two motherfuckers. And now, back to the hideouts. Featuring LFA. Newton Man equals rating. Show me your sloppy joke. WJFK male spokesmodel Tommy Bateman. Oh, that movie. The Hideouts. Hey, On 106.7 WJFK. Once again, welcome back into the hideout. We are live. Uh, it is 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is my brother, J-Dubs. Uh, What's up, fat kid? Tommy Bateman taking your phone calls uh, and also Oddball as well. 866-277-4969. AOL for broadband instant messenger is JFK Hideout. And also use that for your email, jfkhideout at AOL.com. You all right, man? You feeling it? I'm finally getting there, to be perfectly honest. You know what's so funny about this is that you you have your dream, and you want to build up to your dream, and it's like it's almost like that sexual experience. Where it's not... Where you got the hot chick. It's not all that when you get in there? Exactly. Yeah. You, you're with the hot chick. You've been courting the hot chick for a very, very long time. You finally get the hookup with the hot chick, and then it's like once you already get that hookup, yeah, what's what's there left to aspire well, for now? Aspire to. I'll be honest with you. The whole day, it didn't even feel like we were going to be on tonight. I didn't even think about it really. It was such a normal day. Yeah. They didn't put out a memo or anything That's about what us. They did. They put it out afterward. Oh, did they? They put it out after everyone left? Every, everyone was already gone, and they put the memo out. Congratulations to the hideout. Yeah, that's true. Cameron uh, showed it to me. He's like, is this all right? And it was like 5.30, o'clock, 5:30 uh, 6 o'clock. Exactly. Now. I didn't see the memo till like 8. And I was like, all right, that's fine, whatever. Day late. Son of a bitch. But we're here for you. We're hanging out with you five nights a week, 11 to 1. But what does the memo do? Show up at Pappy so you can listen tonight? I mean, really. Seriously, the memo doesn't mean anything. You gotta make sure we get Colette. Yeah. And then Colette knows that the hideout is on and the hideout is here for her. Um, alright, so let's do this. I'm so disgusted. We set it up a little bit in the last break. Matt Albert. Uh, by the way, radiohideout.com is this close. I've got my fingers an inch apart. This close to being completed. We could have put it up today and it would have been ready. But I wanted to hold back a little bit and make sure we got it just the way I want. And that's what we're trying to find out about Matt Albert. How close did he come to being completed? Exactly. Was he as close as RadioHideout.com? You can go to RadioHideout.com right now, and you see a little tease. You see the logo. Maybe even helps you uh, get a better idea of what the show's about. I really dig the logo. Yeah. There's something about it that's oddly creepy and yet cool at the same time. Um, That's RadioHideout.com. RadioHideout.com. And it's and it, and actually the beauty of the website is that it's going to give you the backstory on all of the characters that we've been developing, all yeah. of the names that you need to know. So it'll be up very soon. Until that time, though, we must introduce you to just a, a turd of a young man. <laughs> Shut up. Matt Albert on the phone. Hi, liars. Uh, Matt, Matt Albert. We are not liars. No, you're not. We are, we, are, you are. we are gathering information, Let me... and we are trying to report the truth. There Matt... is no information to collect. Hold I on can... a second. Hold on. You're in our court, all right? You already allegedly did something that was disgusting and disgraced our house. Allegedly. So allegedly. You... So you're not going to come in here talking to the judge and the prosecutor that way? 
You understand? Because here's what's on the line. You could get thrown into the hideout holding cell for the next month. I respect Dove. In solitaire. You better respect him because he's the one that his, your fate lies in his hands. So back off, fat well, boy. There's nothing that night laid in my hands. I'm, I'm perfectly happy and I'm cool with you. Here's what happened. Fat kid, six foot three, 497 pounds, black 19-year-old virgin. How's driver's school going? Uh, did pretty good. We had a drug and Not alcohol today. Here's the thing. We have the recap as to what happened on the year anniversary of the hideout. It happened exactly, let's see, I guess it was a week ago Saturday. Could you cool the breathing down on that end of the phone, man? Shut up. <laughs> you fat bastard. Here's Play this recap if you would, J-Dubs. And we're for those of you in the listening audience, we'd also like to, to let you know whether or not. We want you to let us know if you agree with us or not. Matt Albert on trial. The charge, the hideout versus Matt Albert. The charge is finishing without invitation. Let's hear this. Previously on the hideout. What happened to Matt Albert getting laid? Fat son of a bitch. I just look at you. I'm sad for you. The biggest reason we're sad for him, he's a virgin. Halloween goddess brought in a friend of hers. I mean, she came in talking about she sees fairies. She brought us cream because it attracts the fairies. She wants us to help subsidize a dollhouse down by the river where the fairies... And this is for real. I mean, this actually happened. Earlier. How to leave a whole cream out put on the navel in a cream bottle. And I happen to have okay, it because that will be a you're in the hideout. Yeah, I was wondering. I was listening to uh, the fairy lady talk. I was just wondering if she's ever had a stroke. <laughs> I had many strokes, very, very many of them, and they've been left on my hand from the fairy. I have no idea what you just said. To me. <laughs> Sam, welcome into the hideout. You got a question for the fairy lady? Is Mad Albert a fairy since he can't get laid? Yes. <laughs> yes and yes. You're, she is sitting in nothing but a robe, nothing but a robe, on Mad Albert's lap. Matt, how does that feel? Feels great. Was very. She's very hot. Very affectionate too. This guy's moving like he has like a whole roll of quarters. Why does he keep like going up and down, up and down? <laughs> if I could only describe and tell you what happened <laughs> during that break, the best thing was Matt Albert giggling, <laughs> just giggling, giddy. He still is. Look at him. She was working that out. I mean, ways the stripper shouldn't even work. Matt, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Did Matt Elbert score? Find out tonight. Because they love the thickness of the cream. And the, the, the thing about this fairy lady, she was oddly hot despite the fact she was over 50. And despite the fact that uh, she was a little chunky. She had, like, mom body. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, before we move on, on to if he completed, Matt Albert, are you there? Yeah. All right. Guilty. I, <laughs> I'm supposed to ask you about the fights you've been having lately. About the what? Yeah, the fights. Let's, add, let's go to this. Let's, add, uh, let's uh, talk about your character. Are you getting in fights in uh, at driver school? No. I just make fun of this one kid, and he just gets angry. I heard you were getting in fights over, like, like stupid things like South Park and uh, Mama jokes. No, these idiots just keep repeating the same Dave Chappelle lines over and over and over again, it's and so, it gets tiresome. It's so funny that 15-year-old kids are getting under your fat skin. <laughs> You're 
19. And it's what's sadder is that the 15-year-old kid could probably control himself and not complete without invitation like you. Uh, there are there are older people than me in that class. Order. Shut up. <laughs> All right. As Prosecutor Hefe, I'd like to call my first witness as to whether or not he completed. I'd like to bring into the hideout the lady that introduced us to Fairy Lady. Halloween goddess, welcome into the hideout. I'm sorry that we have to bring you back on the first um, weeknight show under such dire circumstances. That's okay, guys. Congratulations. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Now, all of us thought it was odd that Matt Albert was groping this old lady. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was very disturbing. You it told was... me to. <laughs> She's 40. Uh, Oh, okay. We heard 54. I, I thought she said 54. Her face yeah. didn't look 40. What did it look? What did it look when you completed? Did she look like Sarah I Michelle Gellar? You You're freaking lying. Hey! Hey! Calm down, son. All right, now, we didn't even know about all this. We no. didn't even know that this may have even gone on until Halloween got us off the air. Yeah. Came up and alleged this. So this is all based on Halloween Goddess. Goddess, tell us what you think. First of all, a little background. What qualifies you to maybe know that, that Matt Albert had committed this, this act, this heinous act? Well, I grew up with only brothers and male cousins, and I am the mother of sons. So and whenever you give them lab dances. There's an amount uh, about this sort of thing. Now, you also know professionally as well, correct? Uh, somewhat, yes. Okay, how is that? Um, well, let's just say I have an extremely sensitive sense of smell. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you, are you saying there's a chlorine-type uh, scent in the room? Uh, well, not, it wasn't in the room so much as in the very little, ha the little short hallway as we left the studio. Oh. Guilty. It became very apparent to me. Crap. Guilty. <laughs> hey, Matt, shut up. You spoke when you you speak when you're spoken to. You're yelling guilty, and I can't say anything. Hey, guilty. <laughs> it it just became very apparent to me that something had happened. Now, now, how would this? Was it just the smell that gave this away, or were there other actions? Because it, it was mostly it was mostly the smell. I mean, it, it, that could have been his perfume. No, no, this is quite human and quite distinct. Oh, Jesus, you're so disgusting, man. That's crap. All right, was there anything else? Because I'd like to lay down your credentials. No. Um, okay, all right. Well, oh, the wire gets cut off. Hey, do I need to put you on hold? Are you going to settle down? Are you going to allow Goddess to speak, or are you going to continue to interrupt? You only put me on hold because I'm black. All right, you're going on hold. <laughs> Just for that, you're going on hold. And for the echo that he was well, getting. Well, I, I will at That's least... his big, fat mouth. Whenever he has it open, it's, such, it's so cavernous. I will at least say, in Matt's defense, it would have been hard to control. Okay. Yeah, he was getting rocked during the commercial break. And actually, didn't um, Fairy Lady have some fallout of her own after the show? Did she have some what? Fallout. Uh, yeah, she uh, apparently... Inform some people that, you know, to put into the show, and uh, they were upset with her performance. And how is that? Because she got she got naked with only a robe. Right. Grinding Matt Albert, doing things to Matt Albert that you barely even seen in porno <laughs> videos. And this kid, mind you, this kid, another thing about Matt Albert. Hold on a second. Let me get him back. Hey, 
Hey, Fat Boy, is it or isn't it true that the furthest you've ever gotten with anything was the blow-up doll that we had with you on New Year's Eve, and it was third base? Is, you tr is that, that true? I guess. All right, it is true. Hold on. <laughs> I'd say the defense rests. <laughs> Guilty. What did you? What happened? What What was the fallout with the uh, fairy lady? Did she have family listening? Was were kids listening? It, it was uh, someone that she dated once or twice, and he was upset and said that she had fouled herself and made herself unclean for him to ever be near her again. It's true. Yes. <laughs> Anytime you're around Matt Albert, you gotta foul you. Uh, again, we say Matt Albert because it's Fat Albert. Yeah. I mean, almost to a T. It's so amazingly uncanny. Uh, how the resemblance is right there with this big, fat, 19-year-old virgin. It's sad. It really is sad. Is there anything else that you would like to uh, throw out there, uh, Halloween goddess? But basically, we have, we have the fact that he's a virgin. Yes. We have the fact that there was a distinct smell. Yes. And the giggles. Yes. There, there was... There was more action going on than the typical lap dance would ever, ever allow. And in, in that kind of a situation where there was uh, groping... Hey, hey, hey. hey, you're on the air, <laughs> Matt. That, uh, you what? know, I, I can understand how it would just be impossible to hold something like that back. And I, so I don't fault him for that, but I, I really do feel that this, this did occur. What punishment? Because almost it's almost as if she were violated. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that she I brought it upon herself. That. I think she was quite eager to please. Yeah, Matt, were you pleased? When do I get to say something of, of in a second? As soon as I'm done, when laying you go out, through the drive-through, you can talk all you like. As soon as I'm done, now Bateman is here as your defense. Bateman, would you like to cross-examine the Halloween goddess? Yes, I would. Go ahead. Um... Let's see. So Matt is a virgin, correct? Yes. See, that doesn't help him, I guess. <laughs> see, he's not going to take it seriously. He's just there to screw me over. At least somebody would. <laughs> Was it? Were you not sitting very closely to him, or standing very closely to him in the hallway? Absolutely. I had to. Abs I had to pass by and pretty much rub up against him to get. Oh, now you are dirty too. <laughs> Hmm. I guess, of it that way. Have you taken a pregnancy test? Are you sure there's not another one on the way? Hmm. I guess that doesn't help us cause A little mulatto child. <laughs> little mulatto. Let's get serious. Do you have any other questions? Because I think this time's up. Um, no. All right, Halloween guys. You may step down from the podium. We thank you for coming into the hideout. Thank you, sirs. And uh, helping us uh, decipher what exactly is going on. Now, I also would like to bring to our attention what happened... Uh, on the Saturday night show. At the end of the Saturday night show, we have a written testimony from Pimp Juice, who was here. Oh. And he was back in the call screen. And not only was Matt Albert given the lap dance of lap dances in studio, there was also a private show that happened in the green room. I was involved in that. And Pimp Juice alleges that you came back in the call screen with your sports coat over your pants because they were dirty. He's such a liar. Why? Why doesn't he just go steal some laptops? Hey, hey, hey that was that wasn't pimp juice. That yes, was, it was. That, <laughs> that wasn't him. First of all, okay, whatever. Keep thinking that he's probably selling them at a pawn shop right now. All right, the the, the prosecution rests. Matt Albert, 
We're going to give you 15 seconds to defend yourself, starting now. How could I even, you know, achieve any climax with Fairfax Mike staring lasers in the back of my head and Rob beside me rubbing against me with who knows what? Oh, okay, I, these are two men that were in the studio. Yeah, yeah. this was, doesn't prove that you didn't complain. This just turns it into a gangbang. <laughs> I have to be Lex Lexington Steel in order to get up like that. What? Are you done? Yes. Is, that, is that your defense? Since I have no time, you've known. Keep on going, then. If you have something, if you have something poignant to say, keep on going. If you have something that you really feel like you need to say, continue. If the case rests itself. <laughs> I didn't do anything. She ha she didn't smell crap. <laughs> no, she didn't. She smelled other things. Oh God. <laughs> I, is your cousin Jay listening by chance? Well, he's a loser, too. Again, to recap you, Matt Albert allegedly finished in the hideout on the year anniversary of the hideout. While he was getting a lab dance from some crazy 40-some lady. I, if I would have finished with her, why didn't I finish with the the hot strippers? The three of them going after me. Mommy because, complex? I don't know. Because yeah. uh, there's food involved and you got distracted? Because you, you still live at home and you're still in, you're into older ladies? Because the older ladies' stuff looks like roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Actually, I asked him, I was like, how did everything look afterwards? And he's like, <sighs> oh, it, it looked like a car wreck. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, That's all you got, huh? I, there's nothing that's... Okay. <laughs> it looked like someone should be carrying her home from Iraq. <laughs> well, she got to wish the fairies got their cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And she did too. All right. Well, there it is, Matt. Um, where do you want to deliberate? Here's the thing: we're going to put you on hold, and we're going to allow Doug. Okay. What What is the sentence if he is guilty? This is what I'm okay. shooting for. No food for an hour. <laughs> this This is impossible. This is what I'm shooting for. We need to set a precedent. If you If you cross the hideout, if you do anything horrible to the hideout, you go into the hideout holding cell. What does that mean? It, it means he's banned from the show for how long? For a month. Mm. We're on five days a week now. I, we, we're going to need a Matt Albert to go to. I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you right now. This is what I'm pushing for. You're the judge. I am pushing for a month ban. A month ban. From the hideout. I have to disagree. Now, I want to say this, too. This is a swift punishment. This shows him that he needs to control himself and or go out and get laid so that these mistakes don't happen again. If I If I uphold that. You're going to have to go a month without riding a four-wheeler. <laughs> I'm going to have to ban you from four-wheelers for one month. I haven't ridden a four-wheeler since that one accident because of, I'm afraid. I'm afraid this is going to all come flowing back, all the memories. Yes, uh, that's my. That's where the prosecution stands. I have to disagree because he's already been banned once. He's banned twice, actually. Oh, yeah. He's the only person in the history of the show to be banned twice and now to be put away <laughs> in jail. Is there three strikes, you're out, ruler? I'd love for there to be. I'd love just to throw him away. He's in solitaire. At least he could take care of himself and that's all there is to do. That and talk to the bugs. In his hair. Finger paint. What do you think, Dubs? Do I have to make the decision right now? I want you to make the decision at this moment. I say no because he's he was voted listener of the year. With his yeah, pass. You really can't 
deny that. I mean, he violated the very seat that Mike O'Mara sits in. Is that nothing to you? No, no, it was Mike number four. Great, I'm using Mike number four. <laughs> exactly. There are great shows that go on in this studio. This isn't your personal playground to come into and do what you will. But he's 19. He can't control himself. He's 19 and a virgin. I mean, seriously. You can't save that for home? You can't be like everyone else that works at WJFK and go into the restroom or go up into the dump room or Cameron's office? <laughs> Here's the thing. He's like Cameron right now. We set him up for failure like Cameron set us up for failure by doing this show. <laughs> we can't hold him responsible for that. Look, here's the thing. I, 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 I stand hardcore in the fact that we have to make an example out of him. Dubs, I'm going to allow you to play the people's court music. And I'm going to give you this opportunity to, to say. In fact, I'm going to allow Matt Albert. Matt Albert, I'm going to allow you one chance to plead your case to J-Dubs. And then you're going to be sentenced. Uh, I'm innocent. And he called me a snigger once. <laughs> hey! Hefe, you did call him a snigger once. Okay, first of you, all... You meant to say snicker bar, but Freudian came out and you, and you said snigger. First yeah. of all, I don't even know what that means. Well, well I don't... You're it, from it, Texas. You've heard it. It's, <laughs> not, it's not even a word, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, it's some of your uh, Mexican lingo. Can we get this out of the way so I can talk about a perfect circle? I'm ready to sentence him. I'll be honest, I haven't missed him. I haven't missed him in the last Ten. two weeks since he's been in here. Yes, you, you realize this is like him coming over to your apartment and having your aunt sit on uh, sit on his lap, and then for him just for the fact that she's sitting on his lap, the, the like he was completing without invitation. Listen, that doesn't I, disturb you at all. Is that the kind of guy you want hanging out at your place? A guy that can't control himself and at a moment's notice could brush up against the uh, couch, and all of a sudden it's all over. Listen, for Everywhere. one thing, for one thing, he would never sit on my couch because. We have, we've had, what's that? It's wicker. <laughs> that and we've had problems with fat people sitting on our furniture, furniture before. Remember our old buddy Quasi mm -hmm. broke two chairs during one of our parties, and he, he kept on just moving from chair to chair, even though he kept on breaking them. So I have a rule in my apartment: no fat people sitting in my seats. The fence would like to say something. Okay. What what kind of person would not only have their friends from out of town? punch the clown on their favorite blanket, but still be friends with them afterwards. Yeah. I say hurry up and decide. I say it's a racial issue. I'm disgusted. I'm the only Latino here. What are you talking about? I'm the only minority here. Although we What about Matt Albert? Oh, yeah. He likes Lincoln Park. Doesn't even count. True. <laughs> I like all music. Mm. Especially ICP. You're uh, whiter than me. Now he's kissing up because Doug likes ICP. Let's get this over with. I'm sick of him. Let's get this over with so I can talk about the show last night. Not guilty. What? That's Not right. guilty. That's right. Are this you serious? Bitch. Serious is a heart attack. This is bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that what you were saying to the uh, fat old lady? <laughs> Not That's... guilty. Not guilty. I can't live without the fat bastard. <laughs> as much glad. as I would like to. You, re you realize you've set a precedent. I know. Where any clown can walk in here. You made me the judge. You knew what was going to happen. And have any DA, DNA <laughs> anywhere in the studio. I have a s soft spot for this virgin. You know that. Next time I come down there, I'm hard put. Okay, no, you're not. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Not guilty. What a waste. Yeah, there's no path to that segment, huh? <laughs> I can't believe that. I mean, seriously, though, when it comes down to it, 
The fact that he came into the studio. He, but it wasn't maliciously done. It's not like we found him over in the corner, you know, with no reason whatsoever. We told the lady to give a virgin a lab dance. What did you think was going to happen? What did you hope was going to happen? What you hoped would happen is what happened. And God damn if I'm going to be the one to condemn him for it. <laughs> so true. That's exactly what I was looking for. Conspiracy. I was looking to throw him in jail, though. You of all people, I'm shocked. No, here's the thing, though. I mean, seriously, when it comes down to it, for you, for me, for Bateman, for all of us here, this is now going to be the most disturbing place on earth. Why? Because people just now have free reign, free reign to come into the hideout and do whatever they want. No, I think it's still disturbing for Stacy, who was at mic number four yeah. that night, and said, <laughs> why is this pen sticky? Was Matt Albert sitting here? And I said, oh. actually, yes, yes, he was. Remember how bad she said it smelled that night when she came in? Yes. And she even mentioned it on Ryan Fez when she came on later that week, how bad the studio smelled after we left. Her, her quote was, it smells like rotten crotch in here. <laughs> we saw it. That's what it was. Congratulations. You nailed it right on the head. Five roast beef sandwiches. It's the hideout. When you go see a perfect circle uh, last night, we'll talk about that plus more. Uh, WJFK. The hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. F-O-U. This is the greatest but the sickest radio I've ever heard. L-F-A. J-Dubs. Big country. Booty. Big country. Yeah. I tell you where y'all need to go. Where they got more women than anywhere. Files. Chris on Sunday night, dope. Street race about four. Y'all way off. I give y'all a hint. Everybody's been here. Wait. Spit it out. Church. Oh, Please. Nobody going to church to catch those bitches. Looking for black boxes. I like to know that a woman's just stupid enough to ask me. Dubs. FFFA on 106.7 WJF. That's easily the greatest movie ever. Yeah. Have you watched the new special editions that I gave to you? No. God damn it. You know what, dude? Seriously, I'm horrible about DVDs. Yeah? I've got a ton of them. By the way, welcome back into the hideout. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Uh, here for you every weeknight from 11 to 1. What's so funny is you always bust my balls about that, too, about not watching DVDs when you give them to me. It took me forever to watch Bowling from Columbine. And I buy you the special edition Boys in the Hood. And you don't, you don't watch it. I've had it for two months. No, actually, you had it for, what, was it bir birthday or Christmas? Yeah, birthday. God damn, that was in February. Yeah. And I haven't even taken it out of the packaging. I bought the uh, the Matrix, the Revolutions, and uh, the original. I got High Fidelity. You I haven't got watched any of them? Bateman, for Christmas, got me one of the, another great movie, Talk Radio. Just a fantastic movie. And you know what? I asked to borrow that once you're done watching it once. And, and I haven't. haven't I haven't seen it yet. You know what I did take out of the packaging this weekend, though, uh, to watch on Sunday was The Chappelle Show. Oh. Season one. That's a great show, man. It is. It's, it's just it's so funny. To me, it's the best sketch comedy since A Living Color. Did you get that from here? No. Oh, damn. I was going to say, no, I missed out on that, Jim. I didn't win that from here. I actually bought it. <laughs> and I also have In Living Color Season 1, too. Oh, do you? Which I haven't opened yet. I'm telling you, I just got all these DVDs. Now, that might be the best sketch comedy ever. Like, you know, when you go back in history and just look at the quality for the time. 
What I, Ed like, Living Color was phenomenal. What I dug about it was the first of all the fact that it was diverse, and it wasn't just. It wasn't diverse. It was it was black. But no, but I mean they had Jim Carrey. They had they had True. white people on it. You know what I mean? It, 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 it was like majority black. It, yes, it was. It was like on uh, Saturday Night Live. Forever they had the token black. Uh, and in Living Color they had the token white. But I dug that. It was just so cool to see something different. And then the beauty of it though was that they had the sketch comedy that re- that came from that point of view. Yeah. You know, and you know with things like Homie the Clown. I used to have a homie the clown shirt and a Shanae shirt. No, not Shanae. What was the uh Wanda? No, Wanda was from um Martin, I thought. Oh, Shanae was from Martin. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was who was the the crazy one from uh well, I mean color? What maybe it was Shanae then, no, right? It might have been. I thought Shanae was from Martin. Okay. No, God, all right. Eight all right, here's the thing. If you can settle this dispute, you win free Slurpees for a year. All right, so anybody that has their information, which one was from In Living Color and which one was from Martin? Shanae or Wanda? But I had her sh- I want to say it was Wanda that was from In Living Color because I, I thought remember. Jamie Foxx did that bit. I wasn't, I don't remember a Wanda. 866-277-4969. If you can answer this question, you win free Slurpees for a year, courtesy of 7-Eleven. Try the newest Slurpee flavor, Sierra Mist. Refreshing lemon-lime flavor and extreme green color. Pour it into one of three 40-ounce collectible Shrek 2 cups, only at 7-Eleven. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm almost positive now. You want to put a bet on it? I'm positive that it was Wanda that was on Living Color. And I'm positive that it was Shanae. I'm, po- on, on I'm positive it was Shanae on Martin, but I don't think there's a Wanda. Period. What do you want to What do you want to put on this? Six pack. Six pack. It is. All right. All right. All right let me see here. Let's go to uh, PJ. PJ, welcome into the hideout. What up? What up, brother? Not much. Hey, it was Shanae? He was on Martin. I was just watching Martin not too long ago. Martin played Shanae and Wanda was on In Living Color. Wanda was on In Living Color. Okay, so her name was Wanda? Low Wanda. Low Wanda. That was Wanda. That's close enough. It it, it is close enough, but I knew it wasn't just Wanda, but I'll get you the six-pack anyway. I win a six-pack, PJ. Dude, you got Slurpees for a year, man, from 7-Eleven. Congratulations. They got this. The Sierra Mist refreshing lemon-lime flavor. Good for you, brother. Thank you. Hold on, all right? No problem. All right, see it. Actually, let's let's confirm too. Jeff, I just want to confirm with you: was it Lawanda or was it Wanda in Living Color? Do, do you know? It was, I think it was Wanda. I think it was just Wanda as well. Really? Yeah, I didn't think it was anything like Lawanda. I thought it was like a very very African name, but why would you say that? Why, John? John, welcome into the hideout. Yeah, you're right. It was Wanda. Yeah. Thank you. And Mike, I just want to confirm one more time because I like to be right. Yeah, it was, uh, well, Shanae was from George. George? And, um, from, I'm sorry, from Martin. Yeah, okay. I was like, how's yeah. George? Martin used to play Shanae. Exactly. Yeah, I, I knew Shanae was from Martin. Uh, oh. Thanks, Mike. You know what the, you know what a great thing is, too? Do you, I don't know if you were old enough yet, Dubs, but I was like in seventh, eighth grade, and the beauty of In Living Color was that we would, Monday morning, like in English class, that was the topic. Whenever we were in our honors English class, everybody was sitting in the back of the room. Oh, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't like the topic of conversation with the teacher. No, we were ignoring what was going on with the teacher, but everybody would be sitting in the back talking about, you know, men on books or men on film. Hated it. 
Yeah. Such a great epic show, man. Yeah, it wasn't like you guys were doing D-O-L-D and... Stacy, we already... Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was let her know that we already got an answer. But anyway, I'm excited now. I want to go home and watch the DVDs if I had any time. Uh, which time is something that I'm very uh, lacking on. Bring me talk radio sometime. I will. You got any DVDs that I want to see? Um, you can I just picked up uh, Friends Season 7 this weekend. Jeez, man. I'm, I've got seasons three through seven so far and all the best ofs I have to build my club. Hey, what is it about radio? What is it not specifically about radio shows, but television shows? They just don't know when to say when. You know what I mean? Like, Friends, does anyone care that Friends is ending right now? I do. But I, I agree that it doesn't have as big of pop as if it did, like, two years ago. But the thing is, you can't blame them. You look at that paycheck they're getting... How are you going to turn that down? Isn't there an intellectual or maybe even like a pride thing that says, all right, enough. Um, I want to go out on top. I want to go out putting out the best product I can. But they all know they've been typecasted, and they won't be able to get that kind of money ever again. Yeah, remember, too, at the end of The Living Color when they had, like, the fat white guy? Oh, that was the worst. And the Asian guy. That, that, and, like, Jamie Foxx was the only one left, so it was all Wanda sketches, like, every single weekend. Yeah, my, you might as well have called it uh, Mad TV first season because it was terrible. Yeah, completely. And and that's the other thing, too. Like, all right, so Friends is ending. Uh, Frasier's ending. But I'll be honest, man, I don't even watch television. Like, could you could you give two dams about American Idol? No, I don't care about American Idol. I don't care about very many reality shows this year. What about Sopranos? Do you even do you care about I, the Sopranos? I don't have HBO. I, and when I did have HBO, I never watched it. I was uh, I was more of an Oz guy. And to me, this is what surprises me about the country: Oz because of the rape. That's part of it. I mean, it, it's lost right over that, and I was like, "Hello." Free <laughs> uh, porn. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second, baby. But. Um, but with that, I mean, you see, like, everybody's making such a big hubbub. I mean, radio shows, uh, television shows. About American Idol? American Idol, Sopranos. At most, where they have 40, 50 million people watching. Yeah. And that means over 200 million people are not watching this, yet but somehow it dictates what's going on in society, especially in America. But 50 million people is a lot of viewers on one show. You can't deny that. And. Even though that people like us don't watch it, there's a lot of people that do watch it. And even even though I don't watch it, every time I hear like Ron and Fez talking about it or something, I tend to be interested just because I want to be able. If anybody brings it up to me on the street, I want to be able to almost follow the conversation, even though I've never watched the show. You know what I do when that comes around? Not interested. Really? Let's change the topic. That means that means that if you were sitting around in a group of five people, yeah. You would have to talk about what one person wants to talk about, because that's basically the ratio as it breaks down in America. But you got to hit all angles. What? Because it's not like anybody. Uh, there are a few people that spend full hours on it. But if you just hit it like in a five minute talking about it, like I, I bet you a lot of people don't know and let me color that when we talk about it. How could you not? Exactly. That's the, that's that, the that's greatest what, show ever. That's what everybody thinks when we talk when uh, when we say we don't watch American Idol. You know, everybody everybody's been watching it. And they're like, how can you not watch American Idol? Same way with us with uh, In Living Color. And Is that why everybody stuff. hates each other and there are always so many fights? Because nobody's ever really on the same page. No. And that's kind of what the odd thing is too. Like as you're as a broadcaster, they tell you to be in the pop culture, but I'm sorry, I'm never going to like American Idol. 
I'm not going to like karaoke on television. I, I, did enjoy, I do enjoy the last couple weeks of American Idol. Do you watch it because your chick watches it? She don't watch it. How do you watch it then? Like, I'll watch the last three episodes every year, usually, just because I want to see these people who've gone so far and fall short. See, I'm the opposite. I watched the, the beginning specials where they're like, you are the worst singer ever, and the people are like, I thought I had a shot. So, Dubs, you're more in the realm of, like, the uh, like the chicks who are only watch the Super Bowl or only watch the World Series, that kind of thing. That's yeah. you for American Idol. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I don't know if I can get into that. It is I, don't like of... being, I don't like being fair weather. I'm not going to be the kind of guy that only watches hockey uh, at the end of the Stanley Cup Finals. Hold on. What do you think, Blue? Because I can't believe what I just saw. Me either. No, the show that you need to watch is uh, on FX, The Shield. Not interested. That's a really? Show. It's a good it, show. It, it seems like a real bad USA show. You know? It, it, it feels like Pacific Blue to me. Yeah, but they have like nudity and stuff. And oh, really? They, the cop Again, it's probably man ass, though. And why is it the only nudity that you see on television is man ass? <laughs> why can't we see lady ass? We I... see one nipple. God forbid we see one nipple during the Super Bowl and the world turns upside down. But we can see Sipowitz's ass. We can see the guy on the shield. No. It's, no. it's, I've seen like at least three different women's asses on there, and the first episode they you had, haven't seen a woman's I, ass in two years, unless you stole it from Sideshow. Yeah, that was good. Now, uh, I watched finally watched uh, CSI Miami like a few weeks ago for the first time ever because I heard like a big, big stir about this. So I watched it. The first thing I see is a guy in his tidy whities <laughs> You can tell he's excited. Step into bed. With a Playboy, kind of sneak his hand down, oh. and then you just see a bunch of maggots hit his face because someone was dead above him. Sexy. <laughs> Is it Matt Albert? But it was just so homoerotic. I'm like, what am I watching here? Why are we missing this? <laughs> all right. Well, who wears tidy whities anymore? You know me. Do you really? That's all I do. I can't do boxers. You know what you have to do? You have to do kind of a slow transition into boxers. Boxer briefs into boxers. That's how I did it. Too hairy. I get too sticky. It's just, it's not a pretty sight. Do you think, Harry, you would already have a buffer zone? No, it's disgusting. Rick? That's not comforting, in my particular opinion. Fritz, cool. <laughs> How is it it's worked out perfectly yeah. twice? I'm going to be this guy now that hates television. That's my character from now on, that I hate television, I hate people who watch television. It's, it's silly. It's like religion. It's just silly. All right, somebody's telling me on the AOL for broadband that they show girl asses on the shield. Impartial breasts, and, and they also use the f bomb. Well, uh, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Now that I think about it, I always wanted to see that show Nip Tuck on the FX too, and I never got a chance to watch it. Didn't they send a whole bunch of DVDs to the station? I don't know if they sent DVDs. I used to wear the hat. Yeah, you would wear the hat all the time. That was the hat for J Dubs last summer. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. It's the hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. One hundred six point seven WJFK. See, I don't want to be the kind of guy that sits around and watches television. I want to be the guy that goes out and experiences life. The kind of guy that goes to house parties. You know what? Life comes to you when you're watching television. Not interested. I want to go out and I want to experience things that are going on. Dubs, I felt young again. Now, I'm only 26 years old, mind you. Despite the fact what people say, we're not pushing 30. I'm 26. You're 24. 23. Whatever you are. Not. Uh, here's the thing. I go to a house party on uh, Saturday night. You go to a house party. After the Saturday night show... 
I was with the uh, the guys from Rev Nine who bought you guys beer. This the the strippers from Good Guys, and we went to some house party and had a great time. It was just like we were. It was like I was there with Kid and Play, except it was with a bunch of white people who uh, were listening to hard rock music. Yeah, that sounds rocking. It, it was in Alex Arlington or something. And I got to tell you, I had even said this like two months ago. I want to go to a house party. Why? Haven't you had enough of them in high school? Why do you want to run back? It's like the saddest thing. Seriously, every time I hear you, you're always talking about something that high schoolers should be doing. The next thing you know, hey, let's go to a bonfire out in the middle of a field and drink some uh, Milwaukee's Best. I got a 30-pack of Ice House, guys. Let's go out to the field. Seatman's Field is ready to rock. <laughs> because here's the thing, man. I didn't do a lot of this in high school. I went to, like, two house parties when I was in high school. You know what we're going to do after the show? Dine and Ditch. Let's go to, let's go to uh, uh, Denny's and Dine and Ditch. It's Rocket. You don't like house parties? No. I like house parties because you're in an intimate atmosphere. Warm, flat beer with people you don't want to talk to playing bad music. Why? But the thing is, is that you, this is your opportunity to meet people. Because a lot of time at the house parties, it's people of the same interests. You're getting together. you got great music on in the background. We went with people we knew. We And here's the thing. We went to 7-Eleven. I bought some Michelob Ultra. I'm the guy standing around holding this six-pack, drinking out of it. Come well, on. You, like, what, you don't feel cold when you do that kind no, of stuff? No, not at all. The last house party I went uh, was uh, some formal frat party, uh, sorority party in East Lansing with Reamer, our buddy who now works in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. We went there and we, we didn't know it was a formal party where all these people are wearing suits and uh, gowns. We walk in there wearing hoodies and jeans with 40s and, and paper bags straight out of the ghetto we looked. And we we're just so pissed off about how bad this party sucked that we decided to call the cops and uh, do noise ordinances three times. They came, knocked on the door. Hey, your neighbor's called. You gotta knock it off. I think that's part of the allure of a house party, though. When it really comes down to it, because the cops could get called at any time. You could have to jump the fence and run and try to get to your car without getting busted. You, it's, no, you don't. You're like twenty-six years old. Why would you need to run to your car? It's yeah. like an adventure. This is my version of being. Uh... If you were seventeen, then yes, run to your car. But you're twenty-six years old. <laughs> Fat, bald, hairy man. The cops pull up, running to his car, <laughs> flushing all the beer down the toilet. <laughs> Dude, we're all over 21. Why are you doing that? It was so loud and fun. There were a lot of hot chicks there, just chicks looking to have sex. The, the last house, this is sad, last house party I went to before, I turn, before this last one was when I turned 21 at Texas Tech University. There's a house party. Everybody was there from the college radio station. These serostitutes show up, and that house, the house party gets busted because the serostitutes were doing beer bong hits out in the front yard. It had a lot of underage friends there. You know, we were supplying a beer. Probably not the best thing looking back on it. What, what was the thing where you tip the guy upside down, hold him upside down while he's... Like Frank the Tank? Yeah, but you're... Yeah, but you, uh, someone's holding your legs up, and you're just taking hits out of the... Uh... Out of the uh, keg, straight from the keg. I'm not sure, but they had the keg there. They had oh, it's called a keg stand. That's what it's called. It was just so much fun, man. I can't believe you're not the kind of guy that's into house parties. I used to be. I used to love them. I, but every time I go there, I... You might not believe this about me, but I'm not an outgoing guy. 
No. If I go out to these places, I sit in the corner, pissed the whole night, thinking, look at look at the No Future Club here. You know, a bunch of guys in wife beaters just itching for a fight. They can smell it. But see, we were all it's professionals like, at this house party. It's like that uh, scene in um, <clears throat> Days and Confused. I only came out here to do two things. Kick ass and drink beer. Looks like the beer's almost out. How is it you know lines from stupid-ass movies like that? That's a great movie. Uh, Maybe the best summer movie ever. The only thing that pissed me off about the whole experience, though, is the, the chick, Brooke, from Good Guy. Yeah. Goodguysclub.com, who came into the studio. She's the one that gave Matt Albert the uh, lap dance while feeding him fried chicken. Was she, was she uh, cycling guys through the bathroom? <laughs> I wish I had been one of them. I don't care. She's that hot. But here's the thing, though. No, no. Twelve's enough. <laughs> Hot chicks got it so easy, man, because of the fact that they can go out. In fact, this even happened whenever Bateman and Sideshow and I all went out to a bar in Arlington. A hot chick would probably never have to pay for a night out on the town. No. Because, example, let me just tell the story about Brooke real quick. Chick looks like she's just got the most banging body you've ever seen. She, uh, a Jenny McCarthy lookalike, but not as mannish in the face. Like more of a feminine, just like really, really... Just really hot. So anyway, we go to 7-Eleven. We're all buying our Michelob Ultra and cigarettes or whatever else everybody needs. All she's buying is cupcakes. And we tell her, hey, we're going to a party. You may want to get your beer and cigarettes. No, that's all right. Other people will have it. Sure enough, we're at the house party. She drank four out of my six beers. What? And she bummed a cigarette from every other single person. She would stand there and look at us and just be like, all right, I need a cigarette. I'll be right back. And then just go and, and toss her hair and stick her boobs out a little bit, and then she's got a cigarette. See, the, the night me and my chick met over at our, uh, I met her at our uh, our uh, birthday bash at our old station, mm -hmm. and it, we didn't expect it. I went through three packs of cigarette, cigarettes that night, and she didn't have any left either. So all I would do, hey, that guy's smoking. Go, go get some cigarettes from him. And she'd walk back with like three or four cigarettes every time. Yeah, that's what Sideshow was saying. He, he was out with this girl recently, um, and he was like, why don't you just go stand by the bar and get us free drinks? Because you can do it because you're hot. And she's like, no, no, I'm not that hot. And he's like, trust me, you can do it. And like, he eventually got her to do it, and she came back with like three or four drinks. It's like that movie, The Hot Chick. You remember you seen The Hot Chick? Yeah. Um, and you, they, show, they actually have a little bit about it where the hot chick goes up, and she's able to get ice cream for free. But then whenever she's in Rob Schneider's body and she tries to do the same thing, the guy looks at him like she's crazy, you know, and, or, and it doesn't happen. Or even like that, that bit they did on uh, Saturday Night Live with uh, with um, Eddie Murphy where he decides to go undercover as white, you know, and gets on the bus. And, you know, the bl last black person leaves the bus. And then they, the whole thing turns into a party with only the white people out there. <laughs> and then he goes into the store. To uh, to buy like a newspaper, puts down the the twenty five cents. The white clerk just pushes it back to him and shakes his head. No, your money ain't good here. The worst thing was though that Hefe had to hold the beer the entire time, and then after she was done drinking, she would put it back in the case, and he just stood there. He's like, thanks. Yeah. Uh, how sad do you look out there? He looked a little out of place, actually. Did I? All right, how was it? Uh, first of all, somehow you gave off this like older man vibe. Yeah. I, Are I you serious? Totally, I can totally see that. Well, Stand next to Tommy. You are, you don't look old. 
but you look too old to be at a house party. He looks like he's still, he still he could still be like nineteen. Oh, you're killing me! Are you serious? He looks like he still could belong at a house party. You, my friend, you don't. <laughs> You're you're halfway bald. Okay, first of all, I shave my head. No, but you so it makes it look like I do it on purpose, like the whole bald bald things on purpose. But you have stubblies, and then on the top of your head is but shiny. Not, but not that night. That night I was fresh. I was clean all over. Oh, you weren't. Yeah. You know, Are you fresh. serious? You look like the old guy at the party. Kind of not. A oh of God damn, man. All right, my life's over. <laughs> so that's the last party I'm ever. Last house party I'm ever going to go to. Good. You realize you just ruined my night by telling me I'm the old guy at the party. <laughs> You're because, the creepy guy. Because you always... Somebody, somebody <laughs> asked me, he's like, hey, is that your uncle? <laughs> Shut up. Because people, you know, I've been to the parties before where you got the old dude and he's just real creepy. That's not me, though. Yeah, you're just staring at the young, well, the young girls, kind of with your tight jeans I, and your flashy silk shirt. All right, first of all, hold on a second. I was pimped out. Let me tell you this. I got I got a nice tan going with your baldness. Big belt buckle. And you know, I had a brown shirt on. Silk. I had my, I had like my long, cool rock and roll uh, shorts. But they were my Wranglers. Neat, my neat brown shoes. I stuck out like an old man. I've seen this before. I've seen these old guys. I know what it's like. I'm not that. Yes, you are. Let me, ladies. That's, that's exactly the reason why I don't go. I don't look. I don't think I look as old as you. No. But I, I'm still look too old to be at those parties. It's not even a look. It's like a vibe. Okay, but I think you're getting the wrong. I think you're getting the wrong like. Uh, vibe of what the party was. It's not like we were hanging out with 19 and 20 year olds. This was a bunch of young professionals, much like myself. Strippers, maybe. And that's the other thing. I was hanging out with the hottest chick there, no? That, did that make <laughs> no, me look even sadder? You were giving beer to the hottest chick there. It's a good thing he doesn't smoke, otherwise he'd like have no cigarettes left. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a good thing he doesn't smoke because he'd be the guy with it rolled up into his <laughs> sleeve. The old guy with the cigarettes rolled into his uh, his tight white shirt <laughs> so i'm that guy you're that guy god damn man i don't want to be that guy well not much you can do about it now what do i do now How, what if you I don't I... go to any more house parties wait a second i got start... earrings what if i wear a hat <laughs> like fred durst man people thought fred durst was like 26 27 what? so he took that hat off and he was bald whenever limp biscuit first came out that's gonna have to be my thing i can't go anywhere without a hat now you were wearing a hat, weren't you? No. Are you sure? Because I had a freshly shaven head. I thought it looked good. Hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe shave your face, too. <laughs> because only only a guy over the age of 25 would have a goatee that long. I'm not ripping on you here. I'm helping Shut you up, out. you aren't. I'm helping you out. What do you, you mean, out. you aren't? I'm trying to lessen your, uh, how... Sad you look in public. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm trying to protect you like a buddy should. So I, you're lucky you have me. So hold on a second. Let me just recap. So I was the guy mm -hmm. at the house party mm -hmm. for all the cool, young rock and roll types hanging out with the strippers that was given the beer to the hot chick. The old guy that the... Yeah, you're the old guy... And you're holding her beer. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969 on the WJFK lines. I can't believe that's me. That's you. It, I, I had a fear of that when you told me you went to a house party. 
I legitimately, right when I heard it, and my my chick had the same fear. <laughs> that I was going to look old like that. That you would look out of place because it's, you passed your time for house parties. What's there to live for, then? <laughs> what, you can't go to a club, a bar, where people your age go? I think it's even sadder to see old man at the bar. No. Yeah. You gotta go to the right bar. Remember, we're like, remember when we did our live broadcast from Tequila Beach and there was that old creepy dude that was hanging out? <laughs> you, are, not... you aren't that guy. You aren't that guy yet. That guy was over 40. <laughs> Oddball just held up a sign, welcome to my world. <laughs> Get in here, Oddball. Come on in. Let's introduce you to the hideout again. Come on in here, bro. You can come in. You don't have to hold up signs outside. You're part of the team now. Yeah. Come on over. Good evening. Hey, bro. So I'm that guy? Are you that guy? How old are you? I'd rather not say. Really? That Man, bad. That's right. We don't have to, you don't have to say. It's okay. Rick, are you that guy? We're pretending. No, he's at spots. He'll be back in a little bit. So, but you you go to, like, Slayer concerts and stuff, though, right, Oddball? You like rock like and roll, that, yeah. right? Metal. Would I fit rock. in more with that crew, Dubs? Yeah, probably. Slayer. Metalheads. <laughs> Death metal? Well, you'd, you'd fit a Motorhead concert. Molly Hatchet, yeah, that kind of stuff. Southern rock, you go with the Southern rock angle. I want to see Alabama. Oh, right, hold on, I got somebody to back me up. Uh, Warren, welcome to the hideout. Hey, how's it going, buddy? What's up, brother? Not much. Hey, man, I'm 31 years old. Yeah. Okay? And I've been to a couple of house parties in the past year. Sad. This does not work when you're the older guy sitting there passing out beer. Because that's all they expect the older guy yeah, to do. Okay, exactly. well, hold on a second, though. I'm 26. I'm not that old guy. You are, though. You are at, the at, old guy. At the house party, you are the old guy. What do you do? Do you do anything to make yourself look hipper? Uh, not go yeah. to those parties. Yeah, I spruce myself up, you know. I try to get with the times. What if I wore, like, FUBU or something like that? Would um, that look cooler? Yeah, two no. years ago. FUBU, FUBU is farmers used to beat us. Um, oh, anyway. come on. Come on. <laughs> That's terrible. Who is this, Spoon? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. you got to go with the times. I mean, but when you get older, you can't do the house parties anymore. When you get older, it's the bar scenes. All right. And then you got to date the toothless women. God, I'm already at that point. I'm only 26, and I'm already hey, at that point. It's all downhill. Thanks. Dubs, oh, I long to be 21 like you, 23, whatever I'm 23, you and I'm still too old to be there. I know this. you got to just You know why? Because you're, you're, you're sloppy fat. That's why. you got to realize who you are. Hmm. And you haven't realized that. You haven't realized that since you were 19. Rockstar? No, you got to you got to realize that you are old. Why are you hurting me like this? We're all, we're pushing 30. Didn't you read that on DCR TV? I'm 26, damn it. John, welcome into the hideout. Yeah, babe. What's up, guys? What's up, bro? Congratulations on five nights. Thank you, bro. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Hey, have it. Mm -hmm. Please don't become uh, the ecstasy dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Isn't, isn't that the guy from the the uh, the kind of, uh, what was it, a documentary on ecstasy? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Tell, tell me this. I don't know what an ecstasy dad is. Uh, it's this guy, this guy uh, who breaks up with his wife. Uh, he's like 40 years old and um, starts taking X and partying with his kids, going to raves. And, oh, and the, the funny thing is, if you go to a rave, if you find uh, you know, an underground rave, you'll always see 
at least one or two of those guys there. And, and there's there's like girls as young as like 14 or 15 at these things, and they'll be you know rubbing up on them. The ecstasy dad guy, he would like he would give his kids ecstasy and drugs, and like the ex-wife would like freak out about it. Yeah, and then like Charlie Manson, he was dating like I think he was dating like something like a 16 or 17 year old girl. Yeah, I may be into this. I think this is more chaperone kind of stuff than ecstasy. Ecstasy, Dad. You're going to prom. You're going to a warehouse. Hey, man, don't count that out. We may do a promotion next year. I'm taking someone to prom. Thank you for the call, John. See, All right, see you, bro. Ecstasy, Dad. You, you're on your way. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not. I'm not this man, Johnny Punani. Welcome back into the hideout, brother. Hey. Dude, you're old and fat. No, I'm not. You are. Oh, give me a break, man. You're, you're. I mean, I look younger than you do, and you know that. Punani is a uh, a hideout member who's been missing in action for a while. Yeah, he's been following around the uh, the uh, DC United. DC United. Have you been giving uh, Freddie Adu any X? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> hey, man. Now the kid's worth 1.5 million dollars. Yeah, give him whatever you want. Yeah, damn right. Go, 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 man. You're, you're, you're fat. You're old. I can lend you my uh, Velcro sneakers. All tomorrow. right. Um, all right, thank you. Thank you for making me feel better. You know what? I, I, they're comfortable, man. Velcro is great. I'm, I'll tell you this. Okay. I'd rather cut my feet off than wear Velcro shoes. I'm going to make that proclamation now. Even even if I'm in, like, a wheelchair and I'm a quadriplegic, I'm not wearing Velcro. Doesn't that piss you off when people, like, in wheelchairs are wearing Air Jordans or something, some kind of jogging shoes? No. Isn't there some irony in that? Good for them. Like, At least they'll be able to wear them kicks forever. They're not going to get dirty. You know, then it's not even going to walk around and get mud on them. Well, I'll bring down some old sweaters for you to try. And Shut get up. The buttons, up. Buttons up in the front and all that. I'm still sticking with the silk shirt theory. You old hey, fat hey, bastard. J-Dubs, what's a youper? A youper. Someone from the UP, uh, upper, uh, upper Peninsula of Michigan. Okay, i got, I got to talk to you tomorrow or something. You, you, both of you guys tomorrow, man. Hey, when are you going to stop back into the hideout? Now they're on five nights. It's... Yeah, well, now i got my... I, well, as you know, I don't work, so... Yeah, <laughs> st stop back in, brother. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll show up tomorrow night or whatever, man. That, gotta... way, that way I won't be the oldest guy in the hideout. Uh, I'm a year younger than you are, dude. Don't even try it. Shut up. <laughs> All right, we learned it. El Hefe. Tommy just sent, uh, gave me a little... Hefe, Jack Tripper. What? So you are. You're Jack Tripper. I like Jack Tripper. What's wrong with being Jack Tripper? Was he ecstasy, Dad? <laughs> Might as well have been. I'm old man, huh? You're. I'm an old man with a late night. You're a great. You're a great physical comedian. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man with a late night talk show. I may as well be Larry King. Might as well just bring you over and uh, have you trip over an ottoman. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More of uh, this. Show's almost over. I feel bad because now I finally feel good. Yeah, now I now I'm finally in a rhythm. I told you. That's the funny thing about the Saturday night show. We had four hours, and that first segment would kind of usually be a little bit of a lull because we were getting into our groove. Yeah, we'd we, hit our stride about an hour, hour and a half in. We got to learn how to uh, hit the ground running from now on. We should talk to like Ron and Fez or Don and Mike about how they just come out, you know, boom, shooting, just ready to go. Bam. We don't have that kind of a luxury. At least the good thing is we get to try it again tomorrow. Still one more break, though. I went to see A Perfect Circle. Uh, beautiful show. But my question to you is, what kind of a person accepts a free ticket to a show and then doesn't sit with you the entire time of the show? You're the old man at the show. Oh, 
Taking a break. Coming back. It's the hideout on JFK. Want to call the hideout? Hello? Want to yell at us? Hello? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? Hello? Yes, you're on the air with the hideout. What's your name? Hello? Even stupid people can call. Were you in special ed, honey? No. Are you sure? Was your, your classroom next to the boiler room? Call the hideout. Yo, baby, shoot me a digits. Let's do this damn thing. At 866-277-4969. Hello? 866-277-4969. <laughs> You're listening to The Hideout with the lads. The Hideout. People think it's all about misery and desperation and death and all that, which is not to be ignored. But what they forget is the pleasure of it. The Hideout. Hideout. Featuring L. Hefe and J-Dubs. The lads. 106.7 WJFK. Jump out of that number down and stuff? No. Right. I'm, I'm testing people. All right. It is the high up. Hey. Whoa. Hey. He hung up. Who are you testing? Bateman in the back. I want to make sure he remembers that when people call the hideout, the way you answer the phone, it's the hideout. What name do you want to go by? 866-277-4969. I was testing you and you failed miserably. Because I was recording the show and I was checking the next spot load. Remember that whenever you come. I've been doing it. And JFK hideout. Because an old man in your life is over. You don't have to take it out on me. Because I'm yelling here. My health and hair. Midlife crisis boy. So was I that guy at the Perfect Circle show last night? Yeah, why don't you just buy yourself a sports car and call it a day. My Honda Civic, that is an old man car, is it? It's a poor man car. This is almost as bad as my crappy Cavalier. I uh, I went to see a perfect circle last night uh, at the Patriot Center. Patriot Center, a wonderful venue, by the way. Just a great place to go see a show, especially a show like that. And um, I got to say, it was a great show, man. Yeah? To me, there is no better performer... Oh, well, maybe there's a better performer, but there's no more of a talented frontman singer than Maynard. Yeah, he he doesn't do a whole lot of like you know he he does his voice sell it, but he doesn't do a, a big stage act. He lets like that's why the uh, like Tool they don't rely on them to do the show. They have the big light show and video screens and all that kind of and stuff. And the cool thing about Maynard is that he lets the music stick out as well. Like you you could never even see him. I mean, the way the stage was set up. You had Jordy White, who was Twiggy Ramirez, uh, playing the bass down front. You had the other guy who formed the band in a perfect circle playing guitar down in front. Why, why is he calling himself Jordy White now? That's his real name. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Twiggy's real name. And, you would think you'd still stick with the the famous name. And Maynard's in the back. You know, he's just kind of in the middle. He's got his wig on. You know, very nonchalant. No lights on him or anything like that. Just a very cool show to go see. And, um... I'm just so pissed because I took Sideshow. Yeah. Sideshow was a member of the crew. I had this extra ticket. Dubs couldn't go. I'm going through a separation, so, you know, I didn't have a chick to take. Bateman wasn't a fan, I guess, so he didn't want to go, and I respect him for not using the ticket if he wasn't a fan. But don't be Sideshow, who's like, yeah, man, I'll go. I'll drive. We'll have a great old time. I swear I sat most of the time at the Patriot Center by myself. 
Because this kid is off getting beer, making me buy him beer. I am the old man. Because he made me buy him a beer. Technically, you were his chaperone for the night. Yeah. You're the old man that took him to the show. You bought him a ticket. He's gone smoking cigarettes. Thanks, Dad. He said the opening act was better than a perfect circle. No, who, was, who, who was the opening act? Burning Brides. There's no way. They were great, a perfect circle was. Good you didn't take a woman with you. I know. She would have left me. She'd have been the same thing. I'd have been buying her beards. Seven bucks a beer at the Patriot Center. At least uh, the opening act wasn't goat whore. Like, I went to a show and... Uh, yeah, uh, your opening act would be goat whore. Hey, we're goat whore. There's some daily Holocaust. Those are the shows that he that uh yeah. likes. That, that was the opening act for Guar when I went to saw him. Guar and goat whore. Here, turn this up for a second. I want to hear this. This is when the show started getting going. This is my favorite Perfect Circle song. You got Maynard with his wig on, dancing in the background. Chick's going crazy. Here's the thing. I need a chick who likes a perfect circle. I need a daily holocaust. Shut up. Daily holocaust. If, if I were in a relationship, this would be our song. You know how you have songs? I'm, I've never had a song. Ever? Never. Boys to Men has been I, uh, like one of our my groups. Turn this up. That's like the queerest thing to have in a song. And it's not bad for a chick to have, but when a guy claims it, this, oh, Mo City. The next chick that I go out with, this is our song right here. This is what I'm going to sing to her as we're making love. Hold on. What? what hold on. You would actually sing? Shh. Shut up. I'd be whispering this into her ear. You know what? You always... You always tell me you hate music dorks. You're a music dork. You, my I'm not a music dork. You are a music dork. This is, ladies, if you're interested in getting banged to a perfect circle of my crummy Silver Spring apartment, 866-277-4969. Somebody posted on DCR TV that it's like two dorks sitting around in the AV room in high school. What? That's what it is. Our show. Oh, of course it is. That's why it's the hideout. This is for, for nerds to come and gather. No, I don't want it to be for nerds. I hate, you I'm, make it for nerds. I'm the old man. You're the nerd that was in debate club. Hey, man, I made that stuff cool. You did not. All the cool kids were in... You can't even make this show cool. ...in drama and in, and in the debate. That's me. I'm the cool kid. Gay kid. This is our buddy Lefty from Michigan. Hey, What's going on? you're a dumbass. Why? Because you had tickets to go see a perfect circle in Detroit, and you didn't go. And yeah, I threw them away. And why? All right, well, my buddy bailed out the day of the show. And I'm not about to go to that show by myself. What's wrong with going to a show alone? Dubs, could you go to a show by yourself? I can go to a show alone, but not that show alone. Why not that show? You've seen me before, right? I kind of stand out at a perfect circle shows. Because he's just this tall, preppy model of I don't dude. know. I, I'm going to get my ass kicked by some 16-year-old goth kid. How can I live with that? <laughs> but it's not even like those are... There are so many hot chicks. I, I don't, I've never been afraid of uh, going to a show and get my ass kicked. I've been to Harpo's. I've been to a lot of really rough places. I've never had a problem. Yeah, because you got that crazy aspect to you, Dubs. No, I don't. I've, I went to Harpo's with a friend of mine when I was 16 years old. So we were the two little fat kids running around in the pit, and we were fine. <laughs> what do you? What show did you ever? What show did you see by yourself? 
Um, I went to uh, ICP by myself. Now, see, that's losing but, status. But the, a, a single only, juggalo going by himself. The only reason I did it is because me and my friends were going to go together. So uh, I, I'm like, all right, you guys going to pick up your tickets tomorrow? They're like, yeah. I went and picked up my ticket. These tickets were 150 bucks a piece. Was this for the Juggalo convention that no, they hold? No, no, this this was for Hollow Wicked uh, 2000, maybe. I think it's Hollow Wicked 2000. Something like that I can understand. I mean, you but throw out $150. I, I had to go, but I didn't have to wait five hours in line by myself. Did you I, really? Yeah, I waited five hours outside. I wanted a good spot. If I'm going to be by myself, I don't want to sit in the back. Yeah, I understand that. So, But see, my thing is, I could go to a show by myself. I did go to a show by myself. And ended up buying a 21-year-old kid beer as he drove me. <laughs> you guys have just destroyed my self-esteem tonight. But anyway, I'm like I could go to a show by myself. Lefty, to bring you up to speed, uh, we've discovered that Hefe this weekend was the old man at the house party that he went to. He actually went to a house party this weekend. And I know. I made fun of him when he told me that earlier. I, could, I haven't been to a house party in six years. Because you guys aren't cool. Neither are you. We're cool because we don't go to the house party. We go to the bar where the people that are of age can drink. So are we never going to have a social gathering at your apartment? That's totally different. You buddies hanging around drinking beers is not going to a house party. What if I call it a house party? Then you aren't invited. I'm not coming. F you guys, man. A house party (laughs) is when when people show up to your house that you don't even know. And you, you didn't know the owner of the house. And you know, that was the other odd thing about the house, house party, too, is that you don't know these people. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, you got to introduce yourself. And then people are introducing me as Hefe, but then I'm using my real name because I don't want to introduce myself as El Hefe. And then I guess the name even El Hefe kind of makes you sound old. The boss? You think of a 40-year-old guy? God damn you guys. <laughs> you sound like a 40-year-old landscaping uh, boss. Hey, I have a, the guy with the construction. At the construction. 866-277-4969. Hey, Alfie, should I uh, edge these uh, these uh, plants over here? So you just threw those tickets away? Yeah. What about this? You go to a movie by yourself? Oh, for sure. What's the difference between going to a movie and a concert? I just enjoy going to a movie by myself. Nobody bothers me. There's nobody chirping in your ear the whole time. See, I feel the same way. It's not like you're going to a concert to talk to somebody. You're the same thing. You're not going to a movie to talk to somebody. Yeah, but, but... I didn't feel like making the drive all, all the way down there by myself and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah. One of those nights. I'm probably going to a dead show this summer by myself. I know mean, you're going to make fun of me for that. But See, like, now that's a show way... like that I'll totally go to by myself. That's way more loserish. Just going to Why? the dead itself. And how are they even around? How's that possible? I don't know. I think half of them are dead, and we don't even know it yet. Now, do uh, do they still do the same dead songs, or? Yeah, for the most part. Because when uh, when Jerry Garcia died, they said they weren't going to do that. And yeah, well, I don't know. Apparently, they need they the need money, money. Yeah, you know? people got to make money. But here's exactly. the thing: like, I could go to a show by myself, uh, concert or movie. The thing I couldn't do by myself is, is go eat? eat. I just can't go eat by myself. I've, I eat, I eat by myself that. a lot. How is that? It's not bad. Because I always think... You have to very be very choosy on where you eat, though. Because my world revolves around me, obviously. And I'm just thinking... I'm actually thinking when I'm out to eat that people are looking at me like, oh, look at that sad guy. What you, what you got to do, you never sit at a table by yourself. You got to go to a place where they have, like, the bar area with the key lime pie. You know, you got to go up there, get a coffee. Yeah, like a diner. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hold it's on. Just don't go to the strip club by yourself to eat. 
<laughs> you know that, that they don't have strip clubs here. They have restaurants. Yeah, they call them restaurants. <laughs> you got to go and eat prime rib while they're shaking their money maker. Yeah, while they're shaking their prime rib. Greg, welcome to the hideout. Yeah, man, there was too many hot chicks at that show last night. Yeah, perfect Seriously. circle. Put it on track two, Dubs. Let's play another perfect circle two. Yeah, and you know what? That's what I was surprised about too. Uh, the fact that it wasn't even just goth chicks at the show last night. It was like you had some prostitutes there. It like it ran the gamut. Did you, who, did you go with somebody, Greg? Did you go alone? Yeah, yeah. I met this chick online. She took me. Uh, she said, "You want to go to the show?" And I'm like, "Yeah." What? What? what how you did my space? I was one of those early people who got to get in there first. I was right in front of Twiggy the whole time. Oh, that's so. And how, how about Twiggy? That's so sad. He's gonna be Twiggy the rest of his life. He can't call him Jordy White. And it was I know, cool. he, he's Twiggy. He's and, Twiggy. It was sorry. funny because they were doing their own little radio show up there. Like uh, Maynard's talking to Jordy, and they're going back and forth about nipples and Howard yeah, Stern. Man. It was cool. Hey, did you see Many Kiss? Yes, I, I almost wish I didn't. But then again, you're talking. Man, I felt sorry, I had to cheer. You talked about people talking about American Idol, where all, where only like uh, 50 million people watched. There could have right. been over 3,000 at this show, and your your well, kids that was actually there. So what? I'm fine with it, man. I mean, I work on the fact that I really hung whenever I get the chance just to see the look on people's faces. I'm, so, I'm such a. Hey, what website guy. you go to to meet a chick that's into a perfect circle? Because that's got to be my new okay, thing. Okay, okay. There's this website called OKCupid.com. OKCupid. Hold on, let me write okay, this. OKCUPID. Now, do you got to be. Is there an age limit on this? Yeah, I know. Seventeen. I mean, I haven't. Yeah, you're probably too old. The old chicks in there, but it, it's gone pretty well, man. All right, I'm going to write that down. Thank you, Greg. No problem. Here's the other thing. I was so sexed up after the show, like with gothic chicks. Thank God for our buddy Mix Loco who gave us all that goth porn. Yeah. Twice today. Ugh. Once to gothic whores. And then another one to punish me or something. That's another, like, and it, you know they're great porns because the, the Gothic Horrors one, it's a yellow tape. And then the other one, like, punish me or the punisher or whatever it's called, was a blue tape. I go surfing on the web now for porn, and I found one called Bad Cops. And it was one that uh, they, uh, they, got, they found this goth chick in the, uh, in the, the park. And, you know... Say you better do this, or I'm going to give you a ticket. Do have their way with her, and then handcuff her to a fire hydrant and walk away. And she's just screaming. I love it. I love the the porn on the internet that they make seem real, but you know it's totally staged. But it seems so real, like they're actually leaving this poor whore uh, uh, handcuffed to some kind of uh, apparatus. Like, Beautiful, like crackcoreconfessions.com. Oh, I don't think that's fake. They're missing teeth. Yeah, there's no way they can fake a big gap like that. And this, it, that one's disturbing. But I have tried it out. <laughs> have you really? I, I have test drive that set a few times. I've gone back for seconds. Yeah. I'm so wow. sexed up right now. And you know the other thing too is I was I did that and then I, was, I ate and I was gonna lay down for a nap. And I just found myself thinking about the show again and the hot goth chicks that were out there. Yeah. And I was just like, God, I'm going to have to do this again. Second time was better. That rarely happens. But I was I was better the second time. And any woman that I've been with can tell you that usually doesn't happen that way. The second time can sometimes hurt. They're lucky if there is a second time. That was the other thing. I was expecting that. I was into it, though. 
I was into myself this morning. You were into hurting yourself, huh? <laughs> so the show, I guess, was at George Mason, and that's what they're saying. That's where all the hot chicks go. Because that's like, that's like 12th or 13th grade, I guess, for like the, of all the schools around here. Yeah. Even like of American or Maryland. It, George Mason's supposed to be the one that's for dummies. So, but actually, it's the closest one, and I guess those are the girls that we got to take advantage of in the hideout. Oh, well, yeah, we've had a couple of George Mason girls in here. They usually are pretty retarded. <laughs> we did that, though. Yeah. All right, well, I'm just telling you, Lefty, you missed out on a great show, and I can't believe that you're someone that who wouldn't have enough self-esteem to go somewhere by themselves. It really had nothing to do with self-esteem. I think it had everything to do with that. that oh, lazy. whatever. You're just old. And you're not a you're not a true fan. All right, bro. Hanging out at house parties. All right. All right, you guys. Well, well uh, good luck. All right, we'll see you later, bro. See you guys. All right, there it is. That's the show. I'm ready. One to night down. I'm ready to go another two hours. All right, here we go. Um, let's see. Adultbabysource.com. Adult baby. <laughs> Everybody. Adult babies are hilarious. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, now you got changings. I gotta think. I gotta think. Our the weirdest thing is when they have like the proctology sites, where it's just a straight up session. Like there's no sexual thing going on. This girl's just getting a checkup. Mm -hmm. That's the weirdest. I can't. I can't imagine doing anything with that. Coming up this week, we also have uh, more of the Slurpee for a year to give away from Seven Eleven. Um, uh, the guy from MafiaLife.com is going to join us. And also, too, Karen is going to come back from WomenAgainstBush.org. Oh, is she, she going to be in the studio? Um, she's going to call in uh -huh. late night. However, though, we'll talk to her because uh, Thursday, Women Against Bush are having their first get-together here in the city. Um, it's women basically against Bush. And it's going to be opportunities. It's going to be an opportunity for us to uh, make a whole bunch of uh, inappropriate jokes and have fun with that. Well, we're getting our sea leg. It's another way of us giggling through an interview. I love it. <laughs> That's all we do. Uh, getting our sea legs. One show down. Great thing is we get to come back tomorrow night and try uh, even harder this next go around. Yep. The beauty of this though, Dubs, is that we got to find our rhythm. Like I don't think I really started getting going till till midnight tonight. So we'll see if maybe we can get into our range tomorrow at 11 when the show actually starts instead of having a whole hour of pre-show with Matt Albert and whatever the hell that filler. was. I call it filler. <laughs> we have a two-hour show and we fill for the first hour until we're ready to go. Uh, I'm Hefe, that's Dubs. Guess we'll see you again uh, tomorrow night at 11. 5,000. Thank you to Bateman. Thank you to the, uh, Oddball. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Hefe. I'm on the gay side. J Dubs is the worst person in the world. You should chill. Speak the devil,
worst person in the world. I'm on the gay side. Tune in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins.